Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, Locus Robotics. It's our featured company for the weekly small business segment. We'll be speaking with Bruce Welty. He's the founder of Locus Robotics. And if you've purchased anything from Amazon, chances are one of their robots has had a hand in it. That's all coming up on Taking Stock. Right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Pim Fox. Stocks continue to trade in record territory amid corporate results that point to resilience in the global economy. The pound surged after the Bank of England unexpectedly kept its interest rate unchanged at 0.5%. As many as 31 of 54 economists surveyed by Bloomberg had forecast a reduction. Joaquin Fels is, uh, Fels is global economic advisor at PIMCO. He was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. I think if you look at today's decision, there was only one member who voted for a rate cut, and even he, who's, who's the most dovish member, Fliege, he voted for a 25 basis points cut. So I'm not sure that they'll do all the 50 basis points that we expect in one go in August, but I think we'll get at least 25. And I could even see a bigger move like 40 or 50 basis points in August. Um, another option uh, for them is to do more QE, more asset purchase, purchases, mostly gilts, but perhaps also some corporate bonds. But I don't think this will be announced already in August. Gold is down 1080 the ounce to 13.32. That is a drop of eight tenths of one percent. Crude oil back above 45 dollars a barrel, 45.56 right now on West Texas Intermediate of 80 cents. That's a gain of 1.8 percent. Tenure down 17.30 seconds, looking at a yield of 1.53 percent. Germany's buyer raising its offer for Monsanto in a bid that values shares of the American company at. $54.7 billion after being rebuffed in its initial efforts to combine operations and become the world's biggest supplier of farm chemicals and seeds. Monsanto shares up today by 2.8%. J.P. Morgan Chase beat analyst estimates. It shares up now by 2%. Again, recapping, stocks higher, S&P up 10 to 21.62, a gain of 0.5%. The Dow up 133, a gain of 0.7%. 2.32 on Wall Street. Now, let's take a look at some of the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Matt Miller. Conflicting reports today about Donald Trump's selection of a running mate. The New York Times and CBS News say Trump has elected Indiana Governor Mike Pence. But the Times also reports that Trump could change his mind and that campaign manager Paul Manafort says no selection has been made. Trump is planning to formally announce his election tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, the Indianapolis Star is reporting that Pence has dropped his re-election bid for governor. Top U.S. counterterrorism officials are warning that radical activists at next week's Republican convention in Cleveland could disrupt otherwise peaceful demonstrations with violence. FBI Director James Comey testifying before the House Homeland Security Committee notes a particular risk from domestic terrorists. There is a concern anytime there's an event like this that people from across a spectrum of radical groups will be attracted to it. So we're watching it very, very carefully. Comey says there will be hundreds from the Bureau focused on groups that aspire to commit acts of violence. And a close political ally of New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has pleaded guilty to a federal charge of soliciting a bribe. 
Prosecutors have been investigating David Sampson, a Christie appointee who was chairman of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey from 2011 to 2014. Officials say he threatened to withhold funding unless United Airlines agreed to provide direct air service to make it easier for Sampson to get to his vacation home in South Carolina. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Matt Miller. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, a uh, move higher for U.S. equities. S&P 500 index up 10 now to 21.62, a gain of five-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Sales days, Amazon Prime sales days, perhaps netting the company over a billion dollars in sales. A lot of those products come from warehouses. For e-commerce retailers, warehouses are essential to getting their products to the customer at the right time. One of the things they use are robots. And here to tell us more about the use of robots in logistics and warehouse operations is Bruce Welty. He is the founder of Locus Robotics. Locus Robotics is our featured company today for the weekly uh, small business segment. Bruce Welty, thanks for joining us. Nice to be here. Tell us, what is a Locus bot, like a robot but with Locus? What did you do to build this robot? Well, it's a mobile robot. It's autonomous. It rolls around um, a warehouse floor, and it maps the floor so it can recognize uh, obstacles and racks and people. And um, it positions itself in front of a pick slot where there might be an item that we would like to uh, use to fill, fill an order. And uh, it's about 22 inches around and weighs about 80 pounds and interacts very, very closely with people. Um, we actually empower people uh, that do the work with, with the robot. Now, you d have described it in the past as uh, the, the, how these robots operate in what you call a giant dispatch system. How does that work? Well, the robots are um, given a task, and uh, that task would be to go position itself in front of every single slot in a warehouse where uh, a pick is required to fulfill a specific order, and that could traverse the entire warehouse. In fact, we expect our robots to be traveling between 10 and 15 miles a day, or actually I'll say a shift. And um, they're all uh, working off the same pool of orders, which is optimized to make sure that we get the uh, orders out the door when they need to go out to fulfill things like next-day air and same-day shipments. You've described in the past also the work that the robots have done at two warehouses in Boston, about 500,000 square feet, shipping about a billion dollars worth of products annually. You say you use 10 robots in those two facilities. Is that the kind of robotic headcount we can count on? Well, actually, I'm not sure where those numbers came from. We uh, intend to use considerably more robots than that. Uh, we currently have two facilities. One runs a robot made by a company called Kiva Systems, which is a company that Amazon bought. And we have 200 of those robots in one facility. And the other facility we've partially automated, and we have right now about 20 operating in there. And we anticipate that that will go to about 100, maybe 125. And how much do the robots cost? 
all in, if you add all of the software and so on, divided by the number of robots, it comes to about $30,000 each. And you mentioned that they work side by side with humans. That's correct. They make a human much more productive. In fact, we see improvements in productivity in the range of five to seven times, which is a very big improvement, I would say, 500 to 700%. And that's significant in this industry because we've been working with incremental improvements in the past in the range of 15%, 10 to 15%, and that was considered a material improvement. So these really truly are a big uh, improvement over the state of the art today. Can you describe what a warehouse or logistics operator needs to do in order to prepare their operation for using these kinds of robots? Well, these robots are actually very non-disruptive to an existing environment. In fact, we anticipate that our uh, the only modification we have to make to the environment is to place a, a two, two-dimensional barcode that we refer to as a locus point wherever you want the robot to be able to navigate to. And that makes that point a, a point of interest. And that will represent the locus of a bunch of, of uh, pick locations. So that's where the word locus came from. And tell us about your company in terms of funding and what you'd like to accomplish in the next six months. Well, we've uh, got a, a couple of customers. We um, operate within our own warehouses. We own a, a number of warehouses under the our company, Quiet Logistics. And in addition to that, we've signed our first non-Quiet Logistics customer. Um, we anticipate very fast growth because these are quite easy to deploy, and we think it take about five weeks to implement uh, a pilot. And then once a pilot is running, then the system can be um, enhanced and, and expanded really at whatever pace you want. Uh, we anticipate that a typical warehouse will need between 100 and 200 of these robots. Between um, 100 and 200? Yeah. And, of course, if you have a million square feet, it will be a much larger number than that. But our typical e-commerce warehouse is in the range of 250 to 500,000 square feet. And uh, just uh, finally, I mean, some of the examples of companies that use your products, Gilt, uh, Bonobos, they are all being shipped using these robots, correct? That's correct. We're using, We're shipping about 30 different customers in our warehouses. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Bruce Welty is the founder of Locus Robotics, joining us from Boston, of course, home to Bloomberg 1200 AM. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of Bayer and its bid for Monsanto. Will there be competitors? Will the deal go through? We've got more details. This is Bloomberg. Small Business in Focus is brought to you by Time Warner Cable Business. If your business relies on the phone company, you may be getting less than you deserve. Make the switch to more speed, more value, and more savings. Visit business.twc.com slash more.